Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, August 12th, 2022. So, on this day that's one, numerically speaking, away from an unlucky Friday the 13th, did you do the crossword? <laughs> 1524. 1524. Wow. 1524. That's like the fastest Friday I think I've ever had. I did it in 2043. 2043. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Although when I look at it on my computer, it says I did it in 4325. Yes, but it does. I think there's a. I, I think what happened is I left it there and finished it off on my phone, and then by the time the crossword on my computer figures it out, uh, time is lost. But but no, I just tore through this. Uh-huh. I I couldn't believe that. And of course, we know what this means, right? Based on the law of conservation of crossword difficulty, tomorrow's is going to be impossible. <laughs> Well, no, I think what it means is, I don't know about you, but I got the first two right away. And, and you know, when you get a foothold on two really, really long clues, that helps you a lot when you do the downs. You've got the first two letters of every word. Right. And so that filled up very, very quickly. And and it was the same way when I did, like, the middle section. I got, I, I knew, like three or four of the really long ones mm-hmm. I, I just this was just one i knew a lot about so right um yeah i i, I didn't I, I don't think it was a particularly easy solve i mean the 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 answers were long some of them you know went over half the distance of the of the um of the puzzle itself some of them went almost the whole distance uh, but it just it just were things I knew. But it but it was also sort of more of an open grid. You know, you didn't sort of like work your way into areas, and it's like, oh, if I don't know this one oh, or two that's letters, true. that's true. It's it's mm-hmm. well distributed. Yeah, yeah. When you've got long answers like that, the the chances of getting a letter within that answer are pretty high. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, I, I I mean, I got the first one. Uh, one across summer program in Huntsville, Alabama, because you went there once. Space, I did. Space, space camp. camp with with our with our daughter. But a Girl Scout trip. Right. Uh huh. It was it was great. But the second one, poor excuse. Uh, ten across, poor excuse for a student. I mean, you can read that either way. You know, either a poor excuse for a student, or you're a poor excuse for a student. You know, like <laughs> like a D student or an F student or something. Uh-huh. So. Uh, the answer was the dog ate it. Yes. I had the dog, for some reason I started thinking, because the, the excuse that, I, that I've heard is the dog ate my homework. And so I wrote the dog ate my, and I'm like, oh, how amusing. They got rid of the word homework because it isn't there because the dog ate it. Oh. But it turned out it was just the dog ate it. That's right. I have heard the dog ate it. Say former teacher, I've heard the dog ate it many times. Well, I guess it depends on on where the how it's how that dialogue is progressing. If the if the teacher asks, "Where's your homework?" Yes, then it's the dog ate it. Mm-hmm. And but if the if the student just volunteers, the dog ate my homework. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, but yeah, I uh, I did get through the first part. Well, actually, you know, I I. I got through about half of it in about nine or ten minutes mm-hmm. and then slowed down at the bottom. I thought the bottom was more difficult. Uh-huh. 
I don't know if you noticed that. You might not have had time to notice it. Hmm. Now, were you doing this solo or were you doing this with... with Soli. Soli, yes. <laughs> we'll get to that momentarily. Um, were you doing that like alone or was your assistant no, with you? No, my, my young assistant was with me. Mm-hmm. But um, we, were, we were pretty much working, working together. It wasn't like, oh, he knew this one or I knew this one. One he did know that I didn't was... Um, 22 across. I probably knew this a long time ago, but anyway, 22 across, position in an array to a computer scientist. Index. Index. Yes. You got that one right off. I didn't. Yeah, me me too. I got 19 across. Means of communication with Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) Bat phone. I knew that. It's the bat phone. That's because (laughs) several Saturdays ago... At least you got that. You figured that one out yes. eventually, right? Uh-huh. I yes, was, that's right. I was tricked by mm-hmm. that one. Uh-huh. But I also knew 28 across fictional weapon of the 23rd century was a phaser. Well, yes, of course. Although I don't understand <laughs> what they mean by fictional. It, they just haven't made it yet. Uh-huh. I guarantee in the 23rd century, they're going to call it a phaser. Uh-huh. Just oh. like we can't... Um, but I thought this was a fun puzzle. I enjoyed it. It was good. I mean, it wasn't like ho ho. Oh no, the the clues. I mean, there weren't a lot of ha ha clues in it, but it was just fun to do. You know, when you get those long clues and you fill them in, there's just that sense of ooh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did that. So. I did have in the bottom um, fifty one across. You're a good man, Charlie Brown song. Mm-hmm. I took me a while to. I I thought I had it starting off with T H E. And so I thought it was like theme song or something, oh, uh-huh. but but it was The Doctor Is In. Right. Have you seen Your Good Man, Charlie Brown? Yes, I have. You have? But I don't remember all the music from it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one underneath it, response to someone who got the answer instantly, 54 across. I thought it was, you are smart. And that, <laughs> and that fits... It fits, and it and it starts off with Y-O-U, and it ends with a T. <laughs> you are smart. <laughs> well, yeah, what are you going to say to someone who got the answer instantly? You are smart. <laughs> I, I take it, I take it you disagree? I can't think of any time that I ever said that, like if, one of our kids did something clever, or I know, or or one of my students, you know, aced a paper. I didn't ever say you are smart. Well, <laughs> I say I'd that say, you'd ace that, or you or, nailed that, or yes, because that mm-hmm. was the correct answer. You we nailed it. We may as well mention the correct uh, answer. Yes. You nailed it. But I don't think I've ever said you are smart. <laughs> I say that all the time. You do. I do. Huh? Not to me, but to other people. Um, <laughs> Below that, uh, 55 across, soul cycle offering was uh-huh. spin class. Yes. You know, I, I worked class. I sort of worked from the back on that one. Um, did you know Did you know soul cycle? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Although I think I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen that. And they had uh, uh, 44 down, T of CBS's Madam Secretary, Leone T. Yeah, Tia Leone. I I'm that. sorry, Tia Leone. I can't even tell which is the first name and which is no, the last no. name. Tia Leone. Mm-hmm. I did know that. I did not. I didn't know that was that was a role, but when it it gave the clue, um, Tia. I, I thought there's not too many actresses named Tia, mm-hmm. but I did know of Tia Leone. 
and I know none of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, three down. 1998 Sarah McLaughlin hit, Adia. No, I did oh. not know that. I'm like... But I had the first two letters. So. I'm sure I knew that in 1998, but not now. Uh-huh. So, um, oh, and then and then uh, six down, site that offers vehicle history reports, Carfax. Yes. I was trying to figure out why they call themselves Carfax. I don't know, but, but our youngest knew that. Really? Obviously, he's been reading reviews there or something. Well, I was, I was able to work it out, and as I was working out, it's just like, this spells Carfax. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Unless it was sort of, I mean, I suppose it could be a play on the word facts, yeah. but then why would you tie it into a technology that's, like, obsolete? Uh-huh. And um, you'd be glad to know that apparently in Britain, it is a place where four or more roads meet, used chiefly in place names. But that's the British interpretation of Carfax. Really? Yes. Well, that's very interesting. Of course, here in Wisconsin, we have roundabouts. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So, I guess uh, this was an, a, a good crossword. A mm-hmm. um, few other places where I sort of got hung up. 40, uh, 46 across outer prefix. And I thought, oh, I know that one. It's exo. Like yeah, exoskeleton. But it was the ECT. Yes. Like ecto right. something. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I got 26 right away. Gets the heck out of Odds Day. I put Amsgray. Yes. But then it wasn't working. So then I took it out. Really? And of course I had to put it back in. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I figured that one out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I did have a little trouble with 35 across. 35. Clearly, you'd like me to leave that topic alone. And I, I wanted to put, I won't tell, and let the won't and the tell share the T, because there weren't <laughs> enough squares. But uh-huh. um, it was, I won't ask. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did not know 31 down, which is the second, that, that supplied the second letter of I won't ask. Um, former employer, employer of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yes. for short, WWE. Yes, he was a wrestler before he was an actor. I, I guess that makes sense. Uh-huh. Actually, I think if you're in, in WWE, being wrestler and actor may be the same thing. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Um, building toy brand, or sorry, building toy brand. Uh, I went for Lego, uh-huh. but it turned out to be Connects. Right. And they had uh, one, one cute thing they had. Um, see if I can find it here. Uh, let's see. Uh, 12 down, less is more for one. And I thought it was an adage, but it was a maxim. Uh-huh. One day I'm going to have to figure out the difference between an adage and a maxim. I'm not sure. But... And, and then they also had 48 across, less is more for one, and that was paradox. Yes. Uh-huh. So that was that was well done. Uh-huh. So And one last one, uh, 24 down, curl up and blank. Funnily named hair salon, curl up and die, D-Y-E. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems to be that, that like hair salons have the funniest names. Uh-huh. You know, they sort of enjoy coming yeah. up with the good puns. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I think that is it for the crossword. Okay. And we do have listener mail. We do. And and we're going to use this listener mail as our Fun Fact Friday. Yes, we So are. our Fun Fact Friday showed up in the mail. This is from Trey. And Trey says, hi, Gene and Mike. Love your show. Keep up the good work. Why, thank you, Trey. Appreciate that. Yes, thank you. 
on the An Adorable Crossword episode, I think that was yesterday's, right? Yeah. Um, you mentioned a few confusing points that I thought I could help clear up. Excellent. We need all the help we can get. That's right. Uh, one across. Or, or sorry, <laughs> one across. One. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm so used to saying across after the one. <laughs> one. Solely is the not commonly used plural of solo, as Jean pointed out. What I think she missed, though, is that it's that is that it's not multiple people doing solely that would be probably be a group of soloists the clue refers to numbers as in broadway musical numbers or songs when you look at the clue that way the group of songs would be the plural of solo i see makes sense okay uh point two mike was right about the lira being italian currency lira is simply the italian plural of the word lira Oh, okay. Uh, this clue makes sense when you swap out the currency. If the U.S. one day changed currency, we wouldn't say back in my day we used dollar to buy stuff. We would either say we used the dollar or we used dollars. Similarly, when Italians talk about their pre-euro currency, they talk about lire, L-I-R-E. Right. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, additionally, I wanted to say that as a crossword constructor, I appreciate your show and getting a look at how you solve, in my case, through desperation and just yelling at the thing until it goes away. I think your system is much more systematic. Anyways, um, my debut will appear in the Times on Tuesday, August 23rd. It's got a fun twist for a theme, and I hope you enjoy it. I'll be sure to listen in to hear your thoughts and solving it. All the best, Trey. Oh, congratulations, Trey. That is fantastic. Yes. August 23rd, so 11 days from today. Can't wait. Yeah. I bet it's going to be great. And and good job of not doing a spoiler, like not spoiling it. I mean, um, uh, you know, it's got a fun twist. That's that's probably not revealing too much. Uh-huh. So uh, well done. Yes. So, so thank you for that. Yes, thank and, you. And um, if, if any of you other listeners want to get a hold of us, you can do what Trey just did. Drop us a line, crossword podcast at iCloud.com. And that is it for today. The hardest crossword of the week, probably, yes. is, and it's probably going to be impossible. It's going to be out shortly, so we're going to have a take a we're going to take a look at it. And we hope you will do as well. Yep. And we hope you'll come back and listen tomorrow when we will have our cutting edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword. See you right. then. Bye bye. <laughs>